When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks, your lifestyle design coach. And I'm here with Jenny Gain, your LOA coach. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Jenny. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Beautiful. So excited. What are you excited about? I mean, I'm excited for our show. I'm excited about a lot, but I'm excited about the topic of our show today, especially. Self-love. Yes, self-love. <laughs> <laughs> where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. So what? Um, what's going on? I think you just had this awesome example that I think would be wicked to share with everybody about kind of relates to self-love. It does. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, I was walking into my building and it was like a Saturday night. It was a little bit later. And the, there's where I live, there's always someone at the front desk. So there's a person downstairs all the time. And she stops me and she's like, hey, you know, how was your night? We're just chatting. She goes, I have a question to ask you. Stay right there because someone else needed something. And she's like, okay, I have to ask you this question. It's it's not about like business or living here or anything. And I was like, okay. And so she's like, oh, let me think of how to ask this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And finally what she asked, she said, she was like, I've seen you walk around here and you're always strutting your stuff. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. (laughs) Awesome. And she said, um, and I can tell you're the type of person who doesn't care what anyone else thinks. Like you're just confident and you don't care what anyone else thinks. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. That's me. Yep. (laughs) And she goes, how did you get like that? And I was like, Oh, I was like, this is kind of a long answer. I was Mm -hmm. like, but it all boils down to self love. Mm. And what was her reaction to that? It was, uh, it was like, oh, okay. I mean, so her reaction, she didn't like, she didn't know how, which is what I feel like happens with most people when you mm-hmm. give this answer is like, it's self-love. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, this is how I talk to myself. And I'm like, oh no, which we're going to get into some of the, how you can do it. So mm-hmm. it could be might- like, it's kind of like why we do this show. Cause people are like, okay, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. It's about self-love, but what is that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm excited to talk about that, but I'm also excited to hear about what's going on in your world. Well, recently, like, so what's exciting right now is that we're doing the show and (laughs) (laughs) um, I was just asked to do some coaching for a uh, financial, a local financial company. And that's just so exciting. Like they just are going to refer me clients because they really believe in, they know the power of the mind. They know how the law of attraction works. And they say, you know, we want to help our clients develop that money mindset uh, to create and bring in more wealth in their life, as well as getting clear on their goals and finding that clarity. So that's just been a super exciting new thing that's popped into my life that I'm excited about. Oh, that is so exciting. I'm excited for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have lots of lots of excitement happening here today. (laughs) Yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. So what else do we want to mention before we jump into our topic? 
So I just want to say, if you're listening and you love us, you know you can subscribe through iTunes. Just subscribe. And if you love this show, if you would, leave us a little note um, in the form of of a review, excuse me, on iTunes and just let us know what you think. And as always, we are always looking for new topics and we want to talk about what matters to you. What are you curious about? What questions do you have about the law of attraction, deliberate creation? And we want to answer those and we want to talk about them. So email them to us. You can go to Cassie at CassieParks.com and just tell us what you want us to talk about because we are more than happy to talk about that. Yeah, I love that you said questions too. So like any topics that you want or questions that come up after listening to the podcast, podcast, we would love that. Oh yeah, I love that. Oh, and while we're talking about all the wonderful stuff we would love for you to share with us, uh, as well, if you've made a change in your life or you've something we've said has really impacted you, I love hearing those stories. And so does Jenny about, oh, you guys said this and then, you know, I did this in my life. Uh, you know, people have implemented Champagne Thursdays. I love that, Jake, if you're <laughs> listening, <laughs> uh, based on our show. And so we'd love if you share that stuff with us. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so let's get in and start to define how or how each of us define self-love. Do you want to start, Cass? Sure, I'll go first. And my definition is self-love is the state of being where your actions, your thoughts, your beliefs, and your decisions are all in alignment with your highest good and honoring who you are and what you desire. Yeah, that's so good. That's like I got to take that in. that's a deep one it is deep yeah I mean self-love for me is deep I'm really I want to hear your definition because I know it's going to be awesome as well okay I really like that you pointed out the state of being because that it's not a thing you do it's it's like how you are how you behave anyways yes okay um so yeah I do it a little bit different and I just I kind of say it's taking care of our emotional body and so uh, for me, it's less, a little less physical and more about like what's going on in our head and how we're feeling. And part of that for me is seeing ourselves uh, the way that, you know, through the eyes of source or sharing that same perspective as that kind of divine intelligence flowing through us does. And that's that self-loving energy. Oh, I love that definition too. And I love that you mentioned seeing yourself as source would. Um, because that's the highest way you can see yourself, right? Right. Yeah. I, and if you, I agree, <laughs> <laughs> if you see yourself through those eyes, like you are, have no choice, but to be truly loving to yourself and expressing self-love. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's so much about like when you like, to me, we are love. And so it's like connect, it's like we are a love energy. And so connecting back into that is the highest form of self-love we can do or take or experience because it's kind of coming back right to our roots. Mm, Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what about why, let's talk about, you know, why self-love is important and why we're even talking about this. Oh man. Uh, (laughs) Where to start. (laughs) You're right. It's, it's the foundation of everything. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. You can do everything right in terms of LOA and you can visualize and you can set affirmations, you can do all this stuff. But if you aren't loving yourself, I can pretty much guarantee it won't work. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that very often. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I believe anything can work. And 
maybe it will work with a lot of work, but if self-love is the foundation, everything in terms of deliberate creation and getting what you want and attracting and creating the life that you want is so much easier and will happen so much faster. Yeah, exactly. It is the, it's what everything comes down to, like any issue that happens or anything you're trying to work through at to me, I always find with my clients at the core, there's some element of self-love that needs to be addressed. You know, there's some area where we're not completely either accepting or taking care of ourselves that is at the basis of whatever the external issue is. Mm-hmm. You- yeah. Go, Go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, do you find that with your clients as well? Yeah. A lot of the time it comes down to Mm -hmm. self-love because that, that is the core of everything. It's, it's loving yourself right now. It's acting, you know, it's making decisions and doing, you know, following through. Cause it's not just about thinking like, I get this a lot from clients. It's like, Oh, I totally love myself. I think about myself all the time or, you know, they'll have something like that. And, but what, but they won't put the action in place. They won't be, you know, they'll be making decisions. They'll be doing things that really aren't in alignment with loving themselves. Mm -hmm. So, and then that's a lot of times where I see the disconnect. Yes. Um, I think that's why it's so important for when you start kind of bringing this into your consciousness and your awareness that you define what it means to you so that you know what it looks like in your life kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important. I want to highlight, like, it's a big scope. Yes. It's not just like thinking good things about yourself or it's not just like, oh, I like the way I look. Yes. I'm so glad you highlighted that. Yeah. It's really about the conversation that goes on in your head. It's really about what you're doing on a daily basis. It's really about how you're treating yourself in all ways. Mm hmm. It's that consistent, and I really like that you said it's what goes on in your head because it's that inner dialogue that happens twenty four seven. And if you can make that dialogue uh, supportive and loving towards yourself, then that that is true—the true, true self love idea to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Perfect and time. So, can I oh, stop awesome. you, Cassie? Yeah, yeah. Just take a little break here, and then we'll jump right back in. Perfect. And we are back. Uh, Cassie and I are talking about self-love. And so we finished that last segment talking about why it was important and kind of what it means to think about self-love and that it's important for you to clarify in your own personal world what that means for you. Um, And so Cassie and I are going to share a couple um, experiences that we've had So you guys can maybe relate to that. What do you want to start, Cass? Yeah. So my first major experience, I would say, is like the point where there is no turning back. Like, um, you know, like I knew, like, because I think I make self-love decisions. Like I always say, like, so if I think of probably like the first big self-love decision that I made, it was buying my Jeep. Ah. Yeah, because it was really about me. It was about um, stepping into what I wanted and, and ignoring other people's voices, like people that said that that was a, you know, it wasn't a good car to have. It wasn't good enough, like all this stuff. 
um, really stepping in and saying like, this is what I want and this is what I love and I'm going to do it. I'm not going to just try and, and it was also about, uh, I was coaching at the time and I had always like, when I got a newer vehicle before, like my car, I thought about like, okay, can I fit all the equipment in? Can I drive girls around? And this was the car I was like, this is about me. Let's just wait. I'm just going to clarify. You were coaching a sport. You're not coaching people. Right. I was coaching I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you don't need stuff to put in your car, Cass. <laughs> Yes. It was when I was coaching softball and I like had thought about it for years. I always like when I bought a new car, you know, before that it was like, oh, well, will all the stuff fit, you know, I'm going to buy this big car that seats seven. So I have plenty of room really making it about someone else instead of what I wanted. So I would say that's like the first like experience of it where I probably like started the inertia going in that mm-hmm. direction. I and love it, that. Okay. No, go ahead. Well, I love that example because it kind of brings in this other element of self-love that's like we um, in a way that we take care of ourselves is to choose what we really want over what we think we, you know, should functionally do or have or make the decision because it's the smart thing to do. And instead we follow like that uh, excitement and that passion and that like, yes, this is what I really, really want. And that is such a huge part of self-love because that's, you're taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself first. Um, your example reminded me of when I made the decision of what university to go to, because I liked, I decided to choose one that nobody else thought was a good fit for me. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I love this story already. Yeah. And so it was just that, it was that me putting what I wanted ahead of what other people wanted, right? Right. Um, yeah. So, continue on. What were you? What else were you going to say after your story? Oh, I'm going to say, but I want to ask you this: like, how did that feel to make that decision? Oh, totally empowering. And it was that independence is a big value to me, and so be knowing that. I'm going to be able to do it on my own. And like I made the decision uh, was real. It was empowering for me. And, you know, it builds that belief in myself that I can do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is also an element of the self-love is is building up your own self and your belief and your confidence and everything like that. Yeah. Taking care of that emotional body part. Right. That's right. Yeah taking care of all that good stuff. Um, so then do you have a story about like where choosing self-love, like really like made a huge impact in your life? Well, what comes to mind when, I mean, when you ask me this is the, um, transition period between relationships. Yeah. (laughs) And so I noticed, I've noticed like this huge pattern that, so I'll be in a relationship and then it will end. And then it's like all this energy goes into me and self-love. And, um, I just totally get back to who I am. And, you know, cause you have that extra time you're not spending with someone else and you have all this energy going back into you. I need to figure out what I want. And that's such a, it like just catapults that, self-love feeling and gets you to that vibrational place where you feel great, you know? And so I've always, I've just noticed this over the past like years, how that happens. Isn't 
you get you get or I end a relationship and that happens like you just dive right into self-love and then create because then as soon as you do that you're setting the foundation and you feel amazing and you create all these awesome things in your life and then you kind of forget like how you got there and so you, that kind of dies off and then it's just this cycle but thank goodness I'm aware of that now. <laughs> right. I was just about to say, uh, so we could change that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's changed now. It's just that's what I've noti- I noticed in the yeah. past. I think you're right, right? So it's like, and I think that um, can be typical of relationships. Obviously, it doesn't have to be. That's a choice. And when you become aware of it, you can change it. But if you're listening and you notice that, you know, sort of that you let the self-love taper off when you're in a relationship – you want to maintain that level of self-love mm-hmm. in a relationship because you don't want to, you know, a lot of times I think that's why relationships end. Like they're usually not a fit for some other reason, but you know, when you start not honoring, you know, kind of putting the self-love on a back burner to the relationship, you, you get lost and then it's hard for the relationship to function. Do you think that's true? Oh, I so, so, so much Cass. And I think that's why it's so important to be aware of this now, like you be aware of it now on your own so that when you are entering into a relationship, you know what you need to take care of yourself. And Mm -hmm. so uh, and, and just so many times people don't know that they just, you know, go along and then it. And then they get in the middle of everything and they're like, oh, I'm not taking care of myself, but I didn't even know I needed that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So hugely important to clarify and set your foundation before you're entering into someone else's energy as well. Um, and then know that you maintain it just like, I love using the example of like, and you can use this with LOA, any LOA skills that we talk about is, you know, you don't, you can't just stop practicing it and expect it to work. Like the same as an NBA player wouldn't, you know, make it to the NBA and then stop practicing. Right. You know, (laughs) (laughs) they're not going to still be amazing if they just stop. And it's the same with everything that we talk about. Yeah, that's so true. That's such a great example. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you have um, an example like that? Uh, yeah. So like the, the time I would say that there's like the no turning back time, you know, like say the Jeep is like one example of where, like I started to really understand this concept of self-love and what a difference it made in my life. And, um, you know, the, the big time where I was like, there's no turning back. I've never gone back to that place where I didn't love myself was, um, I mean, there was so much going on. So it was like the end of a relationship, the, where I was coaching, it was not going well, um, because I was letting myself love slip away. Like it wasn't there. So it's no wonder looking back, it wasn't going well. Um, but in particular, there was a relationship that was back and forth and my ex would just kind of pop in and out of my life. And, um, finally I was like, this is enough. Like I am unhappy. I was sick all the time. Like I literally probably had a sinus infection every 10 days. Um, and I just said like, this is enough. Like this isn't happening anymore. Something has to change. And it really was the self-love piece that, you know, that's what changed as I decided I was going to start loving myself. Mm -hmm. So what does it look like? So to give people an idea, Um, so when let's talk about like some different ways that we can actually, you know, before we jump into specifics, (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about, um, the idea surrounding self-love that some people think, you know, um, could possibly feel resistant to it because it's been termed as like selfish. Mm 
Oh, yeah. So this is probably the biggest one that I see. And I even like as we're talking about this, I'm thinking of this. um, A friend of mine who's an awesome coach posted something on her Facebook page and like she was taking a self-love day and someone wrote in the comments like, oh, that's awesome that it works for you, but you don't have a family and you don't have this and you don't have that. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. And so we get this idea that like we have to put everybody else first and that is selfless. And I actually think that's selfish mm-hmm. because eventually you run out. I mean, it's like the, you know, the cup example, if you've ever heard that, like you cannot give from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So if you're just giving and giving and giving and not pouring anything into the cup, eventually the cup is dry. Mm-hmm. And when it's dry, it's harder to fill. Like if you ever, you know, you know, it's like if you try and fill a, like an empty cup with a kind of a forceful amount of water, a lot of it sprays back out. Mm-hmm. But if there's some in it, it's it stays easier. Um, and that's the same with self-love. Like when you let yourself get bone dry, it's so hard to fill up. And and it's hard for you. And you don't you don't have anything to give those around you when it's like that. Yeah, exactly. I just I totally have experienced that um, stigma around self-love that or that putting yourself first idea that mm-hmm. oh you're selfish and I just love when I came across the principles of the law of attraction I said well every action that we take is selfish and you know a big part of me knew this for a long time I just didn't know how to explain it is that we are selfish beings. Everything we do in this world is in some way for us, you know, and unless you're maybe get to that enlightened point and then I'm not sure about what happens, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but right now for most, the majority of us, it's, you know, even if we are giving our services or our uh, self or helping or donating money to a charity or something like that, we're doing that because it makes us feel good. You know, it makes us feel like we are giving and we are helping. And so in some way it is serving us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, go ahead. Well, just, no, you you go. I was going to say, so when, you know, it is serving you to give everything you have to someone else, like you're getting the benefit of that. Um, unfortunately what I see with my clients is that when you give to someone else in order to try and fill yourself up to create that feeling, it's like a never ending cycle and it's never enough. Right. You can't give enough to fill yourself up. It's just like, it's, it, you have to end up giving and doing more and more to get that same sort of like the hit. I actually, you know, I equate it to like, you know, drugs because it kind of is what it is. Somebody's probably going to get upset about that, but you know, it's that hit of like, Oh my God, I gave so much. And you get like this little bit of, you know, this little bit of a high feeling back. But then the next time you have to like give even more and deplete yourself even more to get that. And you never get back. You don't even get back to even at that point. Right. Yeah. So let's take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we'll talk about some things you can do And some examples and specifics of you guys can do to start practicing more self-love. Things that aren't feeling a void or a different way to get high. (laughs) Yes, fabulous. And we are back talking all about self-love. We're going to jump right into some specific and some examples of things you guys can do, you know, today to 
start activating this and start practicing this idea of self-love towards yourself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, oh, I changed mine. We talked about it at the break, but I changed mine. So my first step actually in self-love is forgiveness. Forgive yourself for everything that you've done wrong. Forgive yourself for allowing yourself to be wrong. Forgive yourself for everything you didn't know that you didn't know. Awesome. And actually, Cass, I'm glad that happened. And I know this always happens like that. But same with me is one of the first steps that I like to tell people and practice myself is before even trying to make things better, I just like to say, accept where you are and let it be okay. And Mm. because you are where you are, you can't change it. So we need to release that element of resistance of fighting right where we are in order to open up more energies to allow more goodness in, right? Yeah, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And it's something about, just like you said, forgiveness, it's about like, I'm I'm giving myself permission to be Mm -hmm. right here. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a great way to start. We are, we talked about it. We will definitely cover this on more than one show because as you realize, it's a really big topic and we could talk a lot about it. We have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Cassie and I could just keep going and going. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, uh, we do have to wrap up the show for today, but again, we'll talk about this again. So if you have questions about self-love, email us and tell us specifically what you'd love us to talk about. Mm-hmm, Cause then we can get it on a new show. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what else um, would you say, Cass, in terms of like other steps or things that people could do for self-love? After forgiveness, um, talk to yourself in turn. Like I always say, talk to yourself in a way. If like if you wouldn't let someone talk to your best friend that way, don't talk to yourself that way. Yes, that is such a good example. And I've used that with so many people. And I also like to use the example of if if the person is a parent, would you talk to your child that way? Mm-hmm. Because Good. how often, like, seriously, we beat ourselves up. And would we really say those things? Your your best friend is going through a hard time and you're going to go tell her you shouldn't be feeling like that. Right. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't no, do it. No, you'd never do that. <laughs> we are yeah. always so much harder on ourselves. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I feel like we need to wrap up this show for time's sake. But like I said, we will come back to this topic. Yes. All right, so let's finish off with our money mantra. And the money mantra is, I invest in myself. Awesome. That's a great one. So we just have one more thing to say, and that is... Go be awesome! Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.